All right, everybody. Our next guest is the founder of Julie Green Ministries. She's a pastor. She speaks in the prophetic, and she's giving a voice of hope to this generation in a time when we certainly need hope. And uh, I want to welcome to the program this lioness in general because she's out there standing, Mrs. Julie Green. Welcome to the program, Julie. Thank you for having me on. And yes, I'm telling you, I am that warrior. You are that warrior. God's bringing us all together. I'm so excited for this time. We've all been handpicked, even if they're not a part of the fivefold ministry. We've all been handpicked by God to be here right now to see what he's about to do. And I don't care what it looks like. God wins all the time. And That's we right. need to be that people that get to see him that he's never done anything like this before. And so yes. it might be harsh right now, but don't lose hope. God yes. always wins. Come on. I mean, that's exactly right. You know, because I mean, so we're, we're doing this interview today. Yesterday, Donald Trump, his home was raided in Mar-a-Lago, his private home. And we're getting calls. You're getting calls. I'm getting calls. People are discouraged. And exactly like you said, he called. He doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. And so he's raising up these voices like yourself in this hour with the anointing, with the unction of the Holy Spirit. And this is what God has been doing. And, and I believe there's been people that have been hidden. His remnant has been hidden. And all of a sudden, there's something that's shifted. And God is putting out people on the forefront to speak truth and to encourage the body to stand for righteousness. And, and the Bible says the truth sets the captive free. So, Julie, I want to play in a second here a clip from President Trump. Let me see if I can get this up here. Uh, the, the only thing I'm going to share on today's broadcast, and I think it's just important. Uh, let me see if I can get this on here. Uh, but we're going to we're going to share this clip. <laughs> yeah, we're going to share the screen here. And it's it's just crazy uh, what, what President Trump just put this out. So let, let's listen to this real quick. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years. Where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history. And we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We're a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We're a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We're a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon 
and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. We are a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. <laughs> Julie Green, what do you think after watching that? Uh, I don't know about you. I'm inspired, but I, I've been listening to some of your words and, you know, they go along with what President Trump is saying. So what's your first thought on that from a prophetic standpoint, from what the Lord's been sharing with you? He I think he put that out before his house was raided, if I'm right. And what did he say? He said everything that was true. He said everything was right. But at the same time, then he gives it back. So I was like, okay, this is not like Trump just to say all these things negative. I'm like, I know he's going to, this is the fourth time I think I've seen it today. But he, he <laughs> at the very end, he was almost like, no. And then he starts encouraging people. He starts telling people that this is our nation to stand up, that everything is going to be okay. He's making, that God is making this country great again. It is not yes. about what he can do, what President Trump can do, or anybody else can do. It's really only what God can do. We are fighting these people that are just the, the arm of the one world government. They have a very satanic, Luciferian type of power that they are dealing with. That's why they and they have the power that they do have. We have to remember, God is a God whom nothing is impossible. He is the God who is the most high God. He is greater than these people. It doesn't matter what they're saying. It doesn't matter what they've done. I know, it's like we said before the broadcast, I know, I don't know Trump personally, President Trump personally, but I know that he's a smart man. Yeah. And he is playing chess because God even says in a prophetic word, he's playing chess while they're playing checkers. Yes. I know we already knew these things before. And another word that God had given me, and I love this, I love this part of it. He said, I have infiltrated the infiltrators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter who has infiltrated our nation, what their plans are, what they have in store for us. God is saying, I've infiltrated them. I have all I need. Yes. I have all that I need. And we, there's been so many things that are going on. And God is saying there's so many things behind the scene. There are things that are going on behind the scene. When God saved his people in the Bible, they never knew God's next move. They never mm. knew how God was going to do it. They couldn't see what God was going to do on that other side. 
They couldn't see it. A lot of times it looked like he abandoned them, he failed them, but you they couldn't see. But it doesn't mean just because you can't see it that God isn't doing something. Yes. yes. And that's what we have to hold on to is we walk by faith and we don't walk by sight. It doesn't matter what our enemies are saying or what their enemies are doing. We pray for our, our president. He is our rightful president. We're not putting him up on this pedestal like he's God. He's not. But he is anointed and appointed by God. And we have, as a body of Christ, to come as a whole. And if we see a part of our body that's being attacked like that, then it's our part to raise up and start doing things that God has called us to do. He's called us to, inter- to be intercessors, to pray, to use his authority. We, he needs our back. We need, we need to have his back. He needs people to be praying. And that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be doing what God has called us to do. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in the word of God, it says that we have authority to pull down the strongholds in the name of Jesus, you know, and that's what's happening is the battle is a spiritual battle. Like you mentioned, you know, for light, you know, light versus darkness, good versus evil. Yeah. It's really what's playing out. You know, people say it's political. I mean, yeah, there's an aspect that's political in the natural, but this is a spiritual battle. And yeah. so he's, you know, and, and it couldn't really, now you tell me if the Lord has shared this with you, you know, but I really feel like why he allowed this time, Julie, is because the spotlight has been put on the church, on the people of God. If Trump would have just got right back in and there would have been a second term right away, what we would have seen is everybody kind of still being in apathy, complacency, Trump fight our battles, you know? And, and, and so it had to be, the spotlight had to shift from Trump, you know, to the church, it has to be the body, the ecclesia that stands up and rises up. Has the Lord shared anything with you on that? Yeah. You know, we had to be shaken. Everything had to be shaken. And the reason why is because we have gotten complacent. A lot of the body of Christ have gotten lazy. They wanted somebody else to do it. And I'm not trying to be mean because we all were that. We all were like, well, let's praise the Lord. Let's go to church. We live our own bubble. We have our own life. But God was saying, no, I need more from my people. You have power. You have authority. You have dominion. And what what Jesus has paid for and these enemies that you didn't even know existed has infiltrated every walk of your life, has enslaved you when you didn't even know that you were enslaved. I needed a shakening. I needed you to get uncomfortable so you realize what was really going on. Because these people had so many worse things planned for us. They wanted to completely annihilate this world and everyone in it. They wanted to depopulate this nation and the nations around the world, the whole entire world. They wanted to depopulate. And God said, no, I need my church to wake up. It's yes. a time for the awakening of the body of Christ. It is time for the great revival. It is time for the great exodus. It is time for us. But we could not have done that when we were in our comfort zones, just in our padded, you know, everything is just, everything is good. Everything is peachy keen and hunky dory. And it seemed like, but God was saying to me, he's given to me a lot in this last couple uh, weeks or so. He's given me a lot of questions. And people were asking this, but one of the things he said was, how do you know your normal was normal before? Mm. We just want to go back to normal, Lord. We just want to go back to normal. Mm. How do you know that is normal? That is not the normal that God wanted for us. That is not with the light that God had for us. We have been enslaved to a demonic Babylonian system that has enslaved us. It is still stolen from us. It has killed us. It has just destroyed us in every walk of our life. And God said, we didn't know that we were slaves because it was a spiritual bondage. Like you said earlier, this is a, not just a Democratic Republican. It's not. This is good versus evil. This is life yes. versus death. Yes. This is exactly what that is. And God is saying, we have to see it for who it, who it, they are and what who God is. Because a lot of people don't understand. They believe in religion and what mm. man-made doctors have told people. And God is saying, no, I'm going to not only show the enemies of Almighty God who I am, that I still love, I still love, I still save. I still live, I still love, I still save. But I am the God 
who the most high God, and this has gone on. There's nothing new under the sun. These are our right. enemies. There's nothing new. Yes. Just call it something different. But God is saying, these are just nowadays Pharaohs. Pharaoh looked like in the Bible, he won too, until God intervened. And God is about to intervene. But he needs his church to rise up, to wake up, to get up from their places of defeat, their places of darkness, their places of despair, their places of just worry and fear. I mean, I used to be a person that was paralyzed with fear every day of my yep. life. God needed us to rise up and get up to what he's called us to be. We yes. have such a greater life that's in store for us. And God is going to show us that. At the same time, he's showing us that he is that God of nothing is impossible. He's our deliverer. He's our savior and our soon coming king. But he's also going to show the world at the same time. He is a God in the Bible that he still loves. And then he is that same God who is the most high God, the great I am. And he's going to show our enemies who is boss. And who yes. really is the creator of this earth. And they can't kick him out of something he created. That's right. You know, uh, I had this very powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit when I was sleeping. And I believe that the Lord sent a messenger angel. This is not something that I've had many times in my life. In fact, you know, I don't know if you know my testimony, but many years ago, I was stabbed nine times and I died and I went in the presence of the Lord and, you know, he spared my life. It's an amazing story that God did. That's how I got to be in the ministry because I was a child actor, you know, and God just completely shifted my life and transformed me. But, you know, this just happened recently in August, but I had this visitation and, you know, my listeners know about this, but the Lord, you know, in, in that visitation, the messenger said, come out from among them and be consecrated. You know, now I thought, Julie, you know, I'm not a pastor for many years. I thought I was living consecrated, set apart. I'm like, well, you know, but since going deeper in this and really seeking the heart of God and, and finding out what he meant is exactly what you said is come out from that Babylon system, be set apart, come out from among them, consecration, a whole other level of not even yoking and not, not, not being a part of this whole system. And I think that's been the problem is the church has been living in this Babylon system and trying to appease it, you know, worried about the censorship and all these, on the, you know, all these platforms and everything, you know, we've been living in their system and God is saying, come out, you know, so what, what does that mean to come out from among them to you? What does that mean? Use your authority that God has given to you. Instead of having your enemies use their authority over you and hold you down, oppress you with their tyranny. Yes, their taskmasters. They try to do everything they possibly can to try to break us. And God is saying, just like with the children of Israel, when they were in the land of Egypt, that was oppression. That was yes. them trying to control. That was trying to enslave. The same thing has happened to us now, but it's been worse. It's been an enslavement that we didn't even know existed because it was a spiritual enslavement that our enemies have really... We've gotten complacent. We got lazy. We had no idea what was going on and why. And God is showing to us. He wants us to rise up in the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. He wants to rise up in the authority that he has already given to us. He wants to take back what's rightfully already ours. Jesus has already bought, died, and paid for these things. We have not been living as a child of the Most High God. We've been living on this under the privileges of a child of the Most High God. And God's saying, no, it's time to get up, stand up. Take me for what my word says. If I say that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and if there's weapons, weapons that have been formed against you, you rise up and speak my word and watch me manifest. These are the days of glory. This is the days of revival. This is the days of the great harvest of souls. These yes. are the times where it's going to look dark just because it did right before the Exodus too. It was so harsh and so horrible for the children of Israel. But God, and that's what we always have to remember, but God, God is a God. He promises to deliver us. He promises to save us. He's already done these things. And he's saying he's going to move his hand to place judgment on them, place blessing on us at the same time. 
He's going to show the world who he really is and not just a version of him. So what we need to do as a body of Christ is to believe God, to believe God more than what we see, to believe God more than what we feel, to believe God more than what everything is going on, just trust in what God says is true and that he will do it. We need to take him for his word and not be those children in the Israelites that were in the wilderness who always doubted God at every turn. Can God do this? Can God do that? No, we have to rise above that doubt, that fear and worry and unbelief and say, you know what, God, I don't care what things look like. I'm going to be like Paul. You have to be moved by anything, but I'm only going to be moved by the word of God. That's what we have to do. We have to live as children of God. We have to live with our power. We have the resurrection power of Jesus Christ on the inside of us. All we have to do is tap into that. The greater one lives on the inside of us, the he that's in the world. We are not defeated. We are not victims. We should not be led astray. We should not be having these shackles on us all the time, these chains. God is saying, no, I'm shaking those shackles off of you. I love that song when Robin Bullock sings that song. Yeah, yeah. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> it's me in such a good mood. Uh, but it's, it's true. We've had shackles and God's saying, no, I'm going to rise you up higher than everything that you've been facing. And I'm going to restore. I'm going to give back. He said, there's no feeble among them and the children of Israel when they were leaving Egypt and there's no feeble among us now. And that's what we're going to see. That glory is going to ascend upon this earth like the, the waters uh, fill the earth in the days of Noah. His glory yes. is going to fill this earth like that. Yes. And we are going to be restored from everything that has been stolen from us. You got it right. I mean, nailed it right there, Julie. That's exactly right. You know, it's like it's like the two spies, you know, the two spies saw that God was able to do something that he was going to bring them into the promised land. The other people said, oh, the giants are too big. You know, we're not going to be able to. And that's what there's a lot of this going on. And again, I'm not here to like mock people or attack people. I'm just being real. I mean, I'm sure you get this, too, where people say, Pastor Todd, just prepare people for the end times. That's it. It's done. It's over, you know, and that America is under massive judgment. And and I get it. I mean, you know, we definitely deserve those things. But tell us, what do you say when people say that to you? Because I'm sure you get that same thing. Um, I have. I've gotten a lot. And, you know, it says in his Bible and he says in his word in Second Chronicles 7, chapter 14, if we humble ourselves and pray, not everybody humble themselves and prayed. But it doesn't matter if everybody does. We humbled ourselves. We prayed. There was millions of people, not only in this nation, but millions of all the people all around the world that have been praying for this nation. Yes. God hears our cries. He heard the cries of the children of Israel in the land of Egypt under that oppression. He's heard the cries of us now. He's no respecter of persons. We've been under a demonic stronghold. And God is saying, not only have I heard your cry, I'm answering your prayers and I'm going to heal your land. And we know that because there was a shift that taken place with Roe versus Wade. Yes. Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned. It was overturned. It was all that prophecies are being fulfilled so quick. And he also says in his word, if we do, if we humble ourselves and pray, he will heal. It even says in Jeremiah chapter 31, that he's going to return the captivity, return the captivity of that land. (laughs) There's so many different scriptures I can give you right now that talks about he always causes a triumph. No weapon for me against us shall prosper. We're going to rise above, rise above, not even be the same level. In Ephesians 1 and chapter, chapter 1 and verse 21 and 22, we are far above all these things. 
And so God is saying there is going to be another exodus and a great exodus. He's been talking about this for 12 years. I believe it with every fiber of my being. I can see it start to play out right now. I can see why he's saying, be a Joshua and Caleb, be a David. And with yes. because yes. there are giants in our land. Yes. You know what David did. David knew his blood covenant with God. He knew he had the Abrahamic covenant. We have a better covenant. We have the mm. blood covenant of Jesus Christ. And if he saved David and from a Goliath, from the giant, and he saved yes. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from a fire, and the fourth man showed up. And he said, also, he's no respecter of persons. Then why all of a sudden are we any different? We're not any different. Just because we are in this, this time that we're in right now doesn't mean that God is still not the same God. I have right. seen God in bottles of oil in my hand. Wow. Refill it over and over and over again during these services with Manuel Johnson. I've seen it. I had it in my hand and I was screaming and, I was, and God was like, why are you surprised? These are the days of Elijah. I am that God that still did those. I'm a God of multiplication. I'm the God that provides. So it doesn't matter if we're, they're shouting all of these shortages and they're shouting all this crazy stuff that's going on right now. Mm. Focus on Jesus. Focus on him. Just like with Peter, when he walked in the water, he focused on him until all of a sudden the storm came and they took his eyes off. And then he started going down into the water because of yes. fear. Yes. You know what Jesus did? He came over to him. He didn't condemn him. He picked him up and he put him back on a boat. And yes. God is saying, focus on me. Don't, don't magnify the problem. Magnify the problem solver, which is me. Come focus on. on me. Focus on my work. Focus on my truth. The truth will set you free. Just like you talked about earlier. The truth, yes. the word of God is truth. It separates us from the world. It does separate us. It says in John 17, verse uh, 13 through 17, we are in this world, but we are not of it. We are not subject to that. Jesus was not subject to it. And he is our Lord and Savior. If he wasn't subject to it, neither are we. And that's yes. the reason why God's whole thing right now in the time frame that we're living in, and the reason why there has to be another exodus, there has to be another greater thing that God does to show the world who he is. Is because before the tribulation time, before all this stuff happens, in the book of Revelation, what's on the heart of God is people. Jesus came here to die for us. And before we leave, he wants more people to come into this kingdom to be with him for all eternity. Yes. The heart of God is people. He's not going to leave them abandoned. He's not going to do that. But we also need to realize that we are not going to be a church that's, I mean, right now we wouldn't be a church that's missed because we're just like everybody else. Mm. If we rise up to that remnant, that church that God needs us to be, then guess what? The children, all people around the world are going to know what happened to those people. Those yes. those people that had that light. Those those people that said all these things were going to happen. We didn't believe them, but we want to believe them now. That's right. They'll take us right. seriously. Because the Ooh. light of God is going to shine through us. His glory is going to shine through us so much that it's going to bring the world attention. And people are going to run to the altars. God said, the churches aren't going to be big enough. We were going to fill stadiums. We're yes. going to fill stadiums with his glory. Yes. Oh, Julie, we're, we're going to be right back after this break. I'm super excited. I want to talk about the anointing. You just came out with a recent word talking about maybe even a new government in the United States. I want to hear about this. That's going to rise up. There's so much more we got to talk about. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconado Show with Julie Green. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to give each and every one of you one last chance to get my original My Slippers. 
Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get your very own MySlippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off and the biggest savings ever. What makes my slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help reduce stress on your feet. Not only that, they come with an indoor-outdoor sole so you can wear them anytime, anywhere. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. And now you can get them for the best savings ever. Only $49.98. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own MySlippers for only $49.98. That's $90 off. We have extremely low quantities, and once they're gone, they're gone. So order now. Okay. Boom. Awesome, Julie. Wow. Powerful. Okay, we're going to go right back into this segment too now here, okay? All I right. have that word out for you. I have it already open. Oh, come on. Okay. Yep. Everybody, welcome back. Pastor Todd Coconado here. we got an amazing guest on the program. She's a prophetic voice that the Lord is using in so many different ways. People are being encouraged. They're being set free, delivered. She's got a powerful ministry. Her name is Julie Green. Julie, welcome back. Thank you. I am so excited. This has been an awesome show so far. Yes, God is good. talking about God. <laughs> Me too. That's the whole thing is like, you know, if we sit here and listen to the modern day prophets of Baal, aka the mainstream corporate media, you're going to get that depression, oppression, feel defeated. That's what they want. But if we come out from among them, we get into the presence of the Lord, we get into his word, we spend time in the secret place, all of a sudden we're recharged, we're strengthening our faith, we understand. I really believe, Julie, the devil's worst nightmare is an empowered church. The devil's worst nightmare is that the people of God become the church of Philadelphia. And we understand it's like the Greek word, uh, ekbalo, to go out, to cast out, to drive out. That's what we're meant to do is to go, to go out, cast out, drive out, to be the ecclesia, to be the body. And so I'm fired up. Let's get into this. Uh, recently, you put out a word. It's gone absolutely viral. I think probably about 20 or 30 people in my inner circle sent it to me and hundreds of my listeners. And uh, they said, you got to listen to this word. And you talked about some things. But one of the things that really stuck out to me was the United States actually maybe having uh, a new government structure, something new that happens within the government. Can you kind of get into some of that and what the Lord shared with you in that? Of course. This was, um, I was in my car <laughs> and I had my aviator glasses on because I knew I was going <laughs> to cry. I cried when I heard this word and I cried every time I gave it out. I was crying when we prayed over it before I gave it out. This is from July 23rd and it's called One Government Will Fall and Another One Will Replace Them. And this was a such a powerful word that God was showing to us. And I want to read this out. And I know it's going to take a couple minutes. I'll read it. Yep. I'll try to read it as fast as I can. But no, please. Try the Lord this day. I'm telling my children to start taking authority over every situation in your lives. Start taking authority over the situations in your cities and the, city, and the situations in your nation. Lord, how do we do that? Some of you may be asking. My children, I have given you my name. I have given you my written word. I've given you the armor that you need for the, every battle. And get in my presence and I will let you know who you are with me. So first of all, God is saying, he's answering that question right there we've been talking about. How do we do these things? And he's saying, get in my word, get in my presence. I yes. will show you my name. I will show you my authority. You have the, the biggest and the most powerful tool in the weapon of this world is in the name of Jesus. And you also have the blood of Jesus. Nothing can defeat those things. And when a child of God knows that name of Jesus, they have faith in that name. They have faith in the blood of Jesus. It destroys the hell and it just rattles the gates of hell and its power over God's people. That's why they don't want you to know 
who you are in Christ Jesus. That's why there's been this religious spirit. So he says, you are not alone. You are not abandoned. You are not weak. You are not without. No, I have left you with everything you need to defeat your enemy and anyone he chooses to use. They're all losers and they will go down as losers for all eternity. So again, he's reminding us who we are in Christ. He says, you think it was hard what I did with Pharaoh, against Pharaoh and all of his men regarding the Red Sea. What I'm about to do with these world leaders is much bigger than that. Oh, yes, when I am done, everyone will know that I am still the most high God. There will be no denying that. Oh, yes, Satan will lie and deceive people, and w- but their blinders are being removed. So they'll be able to choose what report they believe. Again, there's been a blinding, uh, blindness, a shroud that's been over God's people's eyes. And God is saying, no, I'm going to remove that. So they get to choose which report they believe. Because remember, when Moses said to Pharaoh, let my people go, but it was so God's people can freely serve him. That's exactly what's happening now. God is setting his people free so they can freely serve him without any other type of demonic attack and control over God's people. He said, my children, things are changing. Things will continue to intensify. Things will occur that will be bring shock to most of this world. An eruption is about to take place that the world has never seen quite like this before. He says, staggering information is about to be released that will cause an uproar in this nation. So this is where Mm. he's talking about this nation. Oh, United States, one government will fall and another one is coming to replace it. The government that I have chosen for such a time as this is coming like a freight train to destroy the power of this fake and fraudulent government, says the Lord of hosts. So as you see what they were doing to our president, our rightful president, Donald J. Trump, yesterday, what they did, it was because they are petrified. They are paralyzed with fear. So what they have to do is what their the tactic, their tactic is fear, their tactic is intimidate. And so what they were trying to do is they're trying to shut him up. They try to do all these things. Apparently, he has had more attempts on his life than any other president in history that we know of. Oh, yeah. It was almost 60 sometimes that he has had his life on him against him. But he's anointed and appointed by God. They cannot touch somebody who is anointed. He said, touch not, not, not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So what they are doing, they're reaping a great harvest of judgment that's upon them. He said, chaos will consume some people with fear because of what is going on in this world. A civil war, it will appear like, will try and break out, but it will come to nothing because their power is nothing. For I am the great I am. There is no one like me. And your enemy's plans are coming down now. So keep on shouting them down, my children. It is working and it will start to speed up in these days. So again, God is showing us who we are. He's encouraging us to stand up, to rise up, to use his authority, to open up your mouth. Don't be complacent. Don't be this, this defeated. Don't have that defeated mentality anymore. He's saying, take off that spirit of heaviness for the garment of praise and thanksgiving. And so we need to have that war cry. He's saying a cry, a mighty cry, and watch all these things against you start to shift. Turnarounds will begin. Miracles will start to happen. My blessing will begin to manifest more and more in your lives. My blessing is an empowerment. So the blessing that God said to Abraham or to, to Adam and Eve, he blessed them. That blessing is an empowerment that causes us to rise above everything that would try to hold you down. Remember, my children, remember these words, the principalities in the air all over you have been defeated. There is less interference now. So pray like never before. Believe like never before. I am here for you and your lives are about to change in ways you never thought possible. These are the days that you've been waiting for. So brace yourselves for what is about to take place that you uh, could never imagine. Mm. So again, He's telling us to not walk by sight, to believe in the God 
of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to believe in that God that is in the word, that done all these impossible things because he is El Shaddai. He's a God yes. of nothing is impossible. And then he goes yes. in to talk about Trump and he gives them, and it, it was a beautiful, how, how, how he spoke to him. And he spoke to him as a son. And he said, Donald Trump, my son, do not doubt me and do not doubt what I will do for you. I will protect you. I will protect you and you love. I'll protect this nation from what you are being told is a possible and worst case scenarios. So he's being told uh, by people around him, the worst case scenarios, when he takes his power back, which God is going to give him that he's, he's putting in that position to take that power back right now. And as you're moving there, the civil war could have looked like it would have broken out. And God was showing him um, that the worst case scenarios of all these people dying, because on the heart of our president is people. Yes. It is the people of this nation and not just the people of this nation, but people around the world. And they knows when he does this, when he moves forward, it could be an all out civil war and catastrophe. But God is saying, don't be moved by that. He's telling him, don't be moved by that. He said, I'm going to protect this nation from what you were being told is possible. And what could be the worst case scenarios? This will not happen. I will not allow your enemies to go that far. I know it's hard to imagine less casualties in a situation like this, but I have done this before in my word. Before he said, my son, go to Second Chronicles 20. In my written word, yes. I did for my people. The enemies fought each other and none on my side were lost. This is possible. Get in prayer with me. Surround yourselves with people who can pray with authority, who will lead you in the right direction. Donald, you have had people surrounding you who have purposely given you bad advice. Some know who they were sent to sabotage you. I'll reveal the ones who are left. I will tell you who to have near you during this time, my son. It's go time. So go. I will be with you. I'll be with this nation. You are part of the new United States. Wow. And he says, I have called you here for this moment. I promise you, my son, I will not fail you and I will not fail this nation. I love you beyond what you could have imagined. Everything stolen, everything lost. You have about to get back in multiplication. My son, beyond your wildest dreams. I will restore and give back more. I will shield your family and no one will touch them. I have my angel army surrounding you and your family in this time. So go and do what I have called you to do. Now I'll be with you. And this is the part that I'm trying not to get uh, cry again. But he says, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your obedience. And thank you for not backing down. Thank you for trusting in me despite what you have seen and what your enemies have tried to do to break you. I'll break them and all their plans. And this is that time. I will give you peace and rest like you have never known. When you sleep, I'll come to you and tell you what to do. I'm here and I'll always be for, here for you, my son, say the Lord of hosts. And it goes on, but I want to read at least that part because it's not just the fact that he's there for our president, because he is. He's talking to our president, how he's there for his family. He's there for this nation. He's there for us. And he's saying, thank you for his sacrifice. There has been so many people that have sacrificed their own lives. Yes. That's him. There's been so many people who sacrificed their own life to fight for this country. This is our American Revolutionary War. This is a time where at our breaking in a pivotal point where this nation can go down off and die, or this nation is going to rise up and be the superpower that God has really already made it to be. We just have to believe and trust in God that he is moving on our behalf, that he is going to restore. Remember with the American Revolutionary War, there was so there's only 3% of men that fought yep, that's right. in that war against the biggest power in the nation or the nation at the time it was, it was Britain, Great Britain. Yep. yep. 
And they and they were looking like everything, all hope was lost. They were cornered. They were running out of weapons. People were dying. They, they, they were just, they had nothing. They had nothing. They didn't need anything. They didn't need natural weapons. They didn't need a whole huge 100, 200,000 people or 2 million people like Gideon. You only need 300 men. We didn't need super, we didn't need natural things. We need supernatural things, which is God. David didn't need a whole army behind him. God, he only needed God. Just like, just like David, and, and when they were, when he was fighting Goliath, he said, today, God is going to deliver you into my hands. He had faith in that covenant. And that's what we have to do. No matter how big our enemy is, no matter how much they're shouting, how loud they are, we don't need a massive army. We don't need artillery. We don't need all these massive nuclear weapons and we don't need to have war that's going to cause people to die. Our war is spiritual and it is with our words. And we speak the authority of Almighty God. We speak the truth that sets people free. We speak life into this nation. We speak blessing to this nation. We speak the words that God needs it and God is doing something about it. He is yes. true to his word. And that's yes. all we need. That's all we need. And yes, we're getting our nation back. A nation that Ooh. our forefathers yes. wanted and saw, but they never got to see it the way we we're going to see it. Wow. <laughs> Julie, I, I don't know how I uh, ask anything after that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I was feeling the presence of the Lord in the studio here as you were speaking that. And, uh, and I know it's bearing witness in my spirit. S some, some people would be naysayers. I'm sure you probably got that, you know, but, but, but the thing is, is that, you know, there's an anointing on a word when you feel the presence of God. And I literally just felt the presence of God all over my body right now. And I know the Lord is speaking. I know the Lord is speaking and he, and he's using this word to encourage. And I believe this is going to get to the president. I believe this, this word is going to literally encourage people in high positions of power in this nation and, uh, and, and pulling down the strongholds, speaking words of life. You know, the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue. And literally, as our friend Robin has said many times, the prophets are leading the way into uh, what the Lord is doing and what he's going to do. And so that's why the Lord is raising up prophetic voices and utterances in this hour is to lead the way into the promised land, not to get discouraged, not to grow weary in doing good, to remember the God that we serve. It's that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that Acts chapter two suddenly that is coming just like in one day, the, the what was it? The Georgia Guidestones fell in one day. You know, God was trying to show us something there. And, and, you know, the lightning has been striking the White House and, you know, right by the way, all these different things that have been happening. And so hold on now, Julie, I really believe the Lord has been showing me we're at this, like you said, this pivotal apex moment and the prophets of God and the prophets of Baal are literally coming to Mount Carmel right now. And they're being called out. I mean, we recently saw an expose, even the governor of Florida is talking about Disney, you know, and, and then some of the demonic stuff and, and calling out names, some of these corporations, the Babylon system. I mean, this stuff is being called. Out. I've never in my lifetime. Over 22 years, 23 years of ministry, never seen anything like this season. So before we let you go, if you would just like to speak on some of that and what God is showing you as, as the prophets of God and the prophets of Baal reach this pivotal, it's like it's like Mount Carmel 2.0. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, this is that time where he said the, the floodgates of truth are pouring out and it's going to destroy the dam of lies that the, and that's been holding us back. We're seeing all this truth being exposed like never before because God is saying the truth is setting my people free. And it doesn't matter how much they try to bury it. 
It doesn't matter what they were doing to try to hide things. God is saying, no, I am going to bring all of these people down and I'm going to bring them down at one time. And if you saw, just like with Moses, when he was at the Red Sea and he said, these enemies you see today, you will never see again. God has been referring to these people as nowadays pharaohs. We're going to get to a point where we're never going to see these people again because God's judgment is being poured out. He even talks about the angel of death. Now, I don't wish death upon anyone. I don't. Even these people who are evil, evil, evil. I want people to repent. I want them to turn from their wicked ways, but they don't. They've hardened their hearts and they've chosen not to turn around. They have chosen the life of death. They chose that. God has given them time to repent. He's given us time to wake up. And they won't. So we're at that, like you said, we're at that pivotal moment right now where everything's about to shake to the point where it's going to shake and shock the world of truth that is being poured out that we didn't even know existed. We had no idea how deep, how evil, how horrible, how rotten these people really truly were, what they were doing to the children, what they've done to our entire nation, what they've done to the nations around the world. And God is saying he needs us to brace for impact, to brace for mm. this truth. Because the truth is going to be really hard for us to hear what has been going on because the church was asleep during this time. And God is saying, I need you to wake up and be that light in the midst of this darkness because there has been so much evil in this world that the, the earth has been travailing. That's why you're seeing all these earthquakes. That's why you're seeing all these volcanoes. God's been telling us about it. And so we have to be the, the mouthpiece. We've got to be the hands and feet of Christ. He's our head. We are the body. We need to do what we are called to do. We need to speak the words of God out there. We need to pray that more people come to Christ right now. That is what's on God's heart. That's what it should be on our heart. It should not be about our own lives and about our own and what we are going to do and what we have. We need to be believing for these people so they don't go to hell because there's so many people that are going to hell right now. And it is our choice. And so there are all these people, all the truth, we're going to continue to see it pour out. We're going to continue to see Babylon fall because this is that Babylonian system. We're going to sit, we're going to see it all fall. We're going to see it sink. We're going to see these people who have held us in, in, in slavery. We're going to see them come down. And just like Pharaoh, remember God sent them God's people through this red sea on dry ground. The enemies kept pursuing and pursuing and pursuing. That's what they've done to us. And in one moment, just like that, that red sea closed in on them. So what, what saved God's people is also what destroyed the enemies of God's people. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. I got two more questions that we got to go, but you know, uh, the, there's a lot of people that are saying, you know, uh, in fact, I just heard a recent prophetic word. I believe it was pastor Kent Christmas, my friend, but he was saying, uh, you know, judgment comes first in the house of the Lord and that there's, there's a lot of people in, in the, in the church that, like you said, aren't awake. They're, they're acting like it's 1999. There's no urgency. They're, they're not speaking to any of these matters that we've discussed today. What, what do you say to the pastors that are listening that have been silent? Let's just be real. Close the churches, you know, but they love the Lord. But what would you say to the greater body that, the, you know, the, the, other, the other side that's not, not really getting the urgency that you're speaking about? Uh, I, I had to pray for them just because God says not only is shaking around the world, but there's a shaking in his body. And those that are behind the pulpit that refuse to believe, they refuse to speak out these words, they're responsible. And judgment will hit them as well. And so we have to pray for these pastors that don't that are asleep or don't believe. We got to pray that they wake up yes. because I don't want them to be on the other side. 
because they have a responsibility to their congregation to speak the words of truth, no matter if you have an empty church or not, or if you have a church of 10,000 people or 100,000 right. people, the amount of people, it should not matter. The word of God, the truth is what matters. And so I just I would ask the body of Christ to pray for these people because he said he's going to bring people into repentance, but also there's going to be judgment. And there's going to be a lot of, lot of people behind the pulpit, a lot of pastors that are going to fall. And they're, it's going to be sad. It's going to be sad to see because there's a lot of people that we thought were really good people that were just, honestly, some people were not there for the right reason. Yes. And uh, we're going to see it. And so there's church that's going to shake. That's right. The, unfortunately, the church is going to shake. A whole lot of shaking going on. Got to separate the we from the tears and we're seeing this this is happening COVID. it's happened with the you know the abortion roe v wade being overturned you saw pastors totally silent didn't even say anything. one of the greatest victories in the body of christ in over 50 years nothing i mean it was like you could have heard a pin drop you know so god is showing a lot of people a lot of things right now very clearly what maybe you couldn't see before now you see it you know and so the last question i got for you julie what a powerful broadcast by the way but there's some weary saints you know people that i get it every day pastors I'm so depressed. I'm so oppressed. And we know that's a spirit that's trying to attack the saints, you know, but this weariness and this discouragement, get, just share on your heart some encouragement for those that are watching and how they get in the secret place and find their, you know, they get on fire for God in this season and, and begin to see the Lord move in their life. The thing is, and that's, this is what drives me every day, is people like that. It breaks my heart that people don't see the creator of heaven and earth and what he really is doing. And it breaks my heart that I see all these people that are, are like the ones in the wilderness who just kept saying, can God, can God, can God, not only can God, but God is a willing God. If you get in his word, he will show you who you are. If you just get into his presence, I promise you that spirit of heaviness that has been on you, that spirit of defeat. I used to be that place. I was in a very, very dark place, very dark place where I almost committed suicide several different times. Wow. But God showed up. He showed up every time. And now he's using me to encourage the body of Christ. So no matter where you are, no matter how dark your situation may appear or the way that the world appears, God is that light. He is that love. He, I promise you, he will raise you up to be the person that he's called you here to be. Even though you are not a part of the fivefold ministry, you are important to God because you've been handpicked by God himself. He made you to be here for this time. And even though you may not understand it, you may not see it. But God does things we don't see. And he is about to do something we're all going to see. But before that, just hold on and take God for his word. Don't lean on to your own understanding. Lean on to God and his word. And I promise you, he will bring you up out of that pit. Because I'm a good example of him doing that. And I know, Todd, so are you. And we are just proof that God is that God in the Bible and he is our father and that he's faithful to his word and he's faithful to deliver us out of anything that we face. He will not fail you. He will not forsake you and he will bring you up out of that. And he'll be that light in the midst of your darkness. I promise you because he's done it for us. So yes. I, don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit. Don't wave that white flag. Satan has to. You don't. Yes, Jesus paid yes. for you and he saw you on the cross when he was dying. He's, I believe he saw all of our faces. I truly believe that. Yes. And what he did was enough for all of us. That's right. That's right. He's called us for a time as this. It's no mistake that we're alive right now. Julie, I see the sincerity in your heart. 
you care. Listen, this is not about a name. It's not about a ministry. I know Julie has the same heart as me on this. This is about the glory, the kingdom of God, you know, raising up a remnant for a time as this, taking back the territory. You know, this is the hour. This is the church's greatest hour. And this is the time that we've been created for. And so it's time to rise up, to stand up, to be the body of Christ. Don't grow weary. Don't be discouraged. Remember the God that we serve. He is the power source and get into his word. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God, get into the word of God and just, just fight to be on fire. And you're going to be so amazed at what God does, just like what he's done in Julie's life, my life. He pulled me out of the muck and mire darkness. I mean, I was the same. I was on my way to hell. I was about to commit suicide. I mean, all that all that. And God rescued me. He went after the one and has done such a new thing and a powerful thing. And I'm no better than you. He'll do the same for you. And so Julie, we're so thankful for the word that you shared today. How can people find your work and what you're doing, the ministry, all different things that you're up to? Well, I'm on Rumble under Julie Green Ministries, or you can find us at jgminternational.org. I'm on True Social. I'm also on Locals. So I share the word of God every day. He gives us fresh manna from heaven with these prophetic words. And uh, I, I'm telling you, every day God gives us something and it's so powerful. So you can go to our website, you can find out the videos, and you can also find all the written transcripts of all the prophecies that he has given. So Amazing. Amazing. I'd love to include that, that written transcript, what you read today on the broadcast as well. And so everybody, Julie Green, pray for her. We're going to be up at New York in the next couple of days in Batavia on the Reawake America tour. So follow us there as well. And we'll be streaming that as well. And Julie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me on. All right. We'll be right back with the Todd Coconut Show. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you.